Welcome, friends. We're very excited today because we are going to be discussing the Cardinal Sin series, book one and two, Kill Song and Verse Chorus with Blake Blessing and Heather Long. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hello. Now, we've introduced Heather before, so everybody knows Heather. Like, you know, we chat about her a lot. Now, this is our first time chatting to Blake. <laughs> so, Blake, <laughs> I, you know, had a look at your bio and I just love it. It says, just an author doing author things in RH mode. <laughs> and I mean, look, I'm there for it. Like who's, who's not there for a good RH mode? You know what? I have, um, I have updated my bio. If you're looking at TikTok, it now says I'm a, just a hyper Asian ball of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I wasn't looking at TikTok. I wasn't looking at TikTok. I was on your link tree. And then on Instagram, it had lover of chocolate wine and sleep. Life loves to embarrass me, but it makes for a good story. And it does. They do. They make the best stories. <laughs> so I'm loving that. I'm loving that. Um, okay. Naps so. are very important to Blake. Oh, they're important I love to me naps. too. I can't function without yes. Blake. Naps. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> oh my God. Like I'm not as much nap. of a napper, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I've only just woken up and I really want to go back for a nap. So. <laughs> That's, and it's Friday morning here. I'm, I'm so ready for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I have to go home when it gets to Sunday. Oh <laughs> yes. Cause you're on holidays. So that's never fun. And yeah, then you have excited the- And I'm like, I'm like, I haven't missed y'all enough yet. I need to more. <laughs> and also you have the post holiday blues when you get home as well. You're like, Oh, Back to normal. Great. Well, it's also making sure they didn't burn the house down while I was gone. <laughs> this is this is a genuine concern. <laughs> it's always hard. We when literally she have a rule, huh? I said it's always hard when you leave me too. More so oh, that yeah, that it's, that's that's terrible. That's truly terrible. <laughs> yeah. No. No. We we generally have a a rule at the house that my husband has to be checked every time he's cooking because he has walked away and left the stove on so many times that I'm like dude you're about to get kicked out of this kitchen and never allowed in it again this is a Stop legit trying to burn the house down. <laughs> he used to we had a waffle iron he burnt out because he kept leaving it on <laughs> um and I would smell it because you know if you leave a waffle iron on and it's not cooking it has that really kind of yeah yeah weird odor and I would constantly smell it so I would have to go and like god oh, damn it you left it on again <laughs> <laughs> So it has literally become the thing. Did you turn it off? Yes. <laughs> then we'll go look and make sure he actually turned it off. And he hasn't. It's just in there burning away again. He left the oven on once all night long. Oh, wow. Oh, look, I've done that. Well, I've done it too on purpose when I've meant to, but and I've done it when it's been on a low temperature. He left it at 450 all night long. Oh, wow. The kitchen felt like Mount Vesuvius when I got in there. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. <laughs> I mean, if it was an incredibly cold day, it's you know, worth it'd be nice. No, that would be yeah. great. Like nice when toasty. we were completely frozen last January or February, that would have been great too. But our stove won't work when the power is out because it cuts off the gas in case there's a gas leak. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit harsh, though, isn't it? You know. Yeah. <laughs> we were basically just fuck you, freeze. That's good. <laughs> 
All right, I'll shut up now. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> now, we've obviously just finished first chorus because it's it's just come out. So it's nice and fresh in our mind. And high note is scheduled for July, which mm-hmm. you have just said that you just sat down and chatted about that and book four for the series, which is the final book. So mm-hmm. um, you've got that all planned out, which is very exciting. But let's jump into it. So we do have, it's a it's a dark romance, reverse harem, psychological thriller. It's essentially like I was sold immediately when I saw it because it was like, you know, murder mystery, like vigilante justice, reverse <laughs> harem. I'm like, done, done. Um, but we do have Vienna, who is a vigilante serial killer. So she's following in her father's footsteps, who is nicknamed the judge by the media. Um, and basically they, they target people that, you know, have done the wrong thing. A lot of the time it's that they've hurt women and children and then they get away with it because of their money or their status or whatever else. And so they're going around and cleaning up that mess essentially. Um, but we, she's also trying to get over the death of her father who she believes was killed by somebody within their network which is essentially just a group of people who all have similar um i guess ideas (laughs) yep 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 that's a good word for it um so she's trying to maintain you know their mission as well as trying to find out what happened to her dad so she's kind of like got a lot on her plate so she really does need some people to help her out to be clear at that point um you know going solo is not fun so she starts collecting people. I love that she collects men. I yes. thought that was a great concept. I know. Um, but also. She's like, I'm going to keep him. <laughs> sorry, daddy. He's coming home with me. Well, um, seriously, she <laughs> could not leave like Rick a, out there on his own. I know. She really couldn't leave. No. She really couldn't leave Merrick by himself. Like, And I know. And I mean, we meet Merrick when he's getting out of an institution. <laughs> which he's in because he has a little bit of a problem with obsession, um, particularly in relation to people. Does he, have, he has an attachment disorder. He does. Yes, and exactly. I think that works well with the fact she wants to keep him, he wants to be kept. And and they work well together. They really do. They slot in well. Um, he meets her in an alley when she's on a job and he's like, I'm going to be the hero here. And she's just like giggling in her head like, oh, my God. This guy thinks he's like, oh, he's please, he's so, so cute, cute. So, so cute. cute. <laughs> um, but she's like, yeah, like, come on home with me. And, you know, and at that point, she didn't even know how good he was at cooking either. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that was a bonus for mm-hmm. her. And then because of his, you know, obsessive personality, he also becomes very good at the cleaning too. He is, <laughs> I'm going to say he is a right catch. Like, right catch. Oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah, and I do have one some of our questions. Calls him, one of our readers calls him Scrub Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can say that. Heather, I just sent Heather something she posted on um, Instagram where she. Oh, yeah, did, I like, saw that earlier. Reading, and she, she has Mr. Clean reading. in the corner. <laughs> yep. And it has hashtag Scrub Daddy. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yes. Well, yeah, I do love Rick. Like, he's hilarious and i've got some questions about his cooking in book two but we'll get to that when we get there um are we yes (laughs) everybody every the the trick actually does work and everybody wants to know about the trick with the cookies and it totally works that was legit her question 
Yeah, I'm like, so do you think the cookie thing works? Because like, you know, I want to try this out. And also it's why you put it's why you put bread in um brown sugar too. Okay. Because it will because it it keeps it from clumping. Wow. No, didn't know these things. Did not know these things. Did not know these things. That is amazing. Learning um, so much today. Already. I know. And also, like you did tease in book two with the um, you know, the cheese fries and the burgers, and I was like, oh, getting really hungry. I'm yeah. hungry. I am hungry and I want to eat those foods. <laughs> um, so, you know, Rick's at home. He's not quite trained enough yet to be helping out, but she is training him in his in her own way, but she, he's not ready for that. So she goes out to see Dion um, and, you know, <laughs> when she bursts in, Dion just has Fletcher tied up in his, in his living room. So, you know, um, she takes him home too. He had plastic spread out everywhere. So, so convenient. So awesome convenient. It really was. Very, I thought it was very, very helpful of him. Mm. <laughs> and very, we, very easy. you know, and Fletcher fits in with this ragtag group pretty well. Um, I mean, he also has obsessive personality, um, you know, in relation to hacking and caffeine. Um, and oh, same. Yeah. <laughs> It's relatable, and also I want to be a hacker, so you know, I know. we're so on bad. the same level, um, I guess you could say. <laughs> so, you know, she brings him home, and he's only going to stay for a little while, clearly. Um, but you know, he does set himself up an entire hacking room in the house. Well, she did bring him home now, to be fair, she did not bring him home right away. No, that's true, that's true. No, I mean, they did get to go and have cheese with him first. Where yeah, really they did. I him. found that hilarious that they're just sitting there with a charcuterie board or something. Like okay, that. Oh God, you should. Okay, oh go ahead. Yeah, do this. Okay. This is really funny. <laughs> we didn't realize this until I think a beta reader or something was going through it, and they're like, "Wow, there's a lot of cheese. Like, there's cheese on the table. He's carrying cheese in his arm. He's going to cut cheese in the kitchen." <laughs> like, I told Heather we love cheese because there's cheese like everywhere. <laughs> You're like, oh, obviously someone was we really were... craving cheese at that point. I think we were also both hungry when we were yes. writing that chapter <laughs> because we were talking about the cheese board and the wine and, and everything else. And then like, let's get more cheese. Let's cut some more. <laughs> I need all the cheese, all the cheese. But it was explained in great detail. Like even, you know, putting the meat on the bicky, like the biscuit and eating it. I was just like, man, I'm so hungry right now. Cheese. <laughs> and also um, Rick's like, can I kill him though? <laughs> like, I, I don't really like another guy encroaching in this territory so i loved i love this part too when he when fletcher's like creating his identity and and then he's like um can you just add culinary qualifications on there please because i i would really like to do that so if you can just do that to help me get into a better school that would be good you got to utilize you know the resources that you have I mean, if you're going to completely create your new identity. Yeah, exactly. Let's exactly. Just create, completely create it. Go for it. And he's yes. like, don't put me in the best one. Like just enough for me to get into a good one. Yeah. I'm not, you know, Future I'm not going to be. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. And so while that story is progressing, um, we do have Cash's story on the sideline where he's kind of just like, creepily stalking along behind them um you know like you know like i'm gonna find them and he's just like 
going along, like going into Fletcher's apartment and, you know, after it's been burned down and trying to follow all the trails because he also has an obsession, um, which is <laughs> the judge because his father uh, was chasing down the judge, never found who the judge was and died before that. So he's like, I'm going to fulfill this legacy. I'm going to find out who the judge is. So they're all kind of just going along in a parallel. Like she's trying to find out what's going on. Fletcher is, you know, doing his best in there and also doing his best to annoy Rick. Um, let's be clear. And Rick's doing his best not to kill Fletcher. So, I mean, everybody's really trying hard. Everyone's working really hard. Everyone is trying so hard. You know, relationships are a lot about the work. They are. They are. And everyone's putting in the work. Um, Now, Vienna and Fletcher are going to go on a little mission together. And Rick's really not happy about it. So he decides, I might get, you know, Fletcher really drunk. And then I might drug him in the car so that he can't talk to her. Um. You know, and look, I think it's a good strategy. That's a good strategy because, like, he was like, "Look, I'm jealous of that, and so I'm going to just make sure that he gets nothing out of this. He'll be, he'll be asleep." And he's also kind of annoying to me, so maybe he'll be annoying to her. So let's keep him quiet so he can't annoy her, so she can do her job and come back to me. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, he's a planner. Very, it's a very rational frame. Are, and during yeah. this period, yes. And we do find out during this, this the drunkenness that um, Fletcher is pierced as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that is how he gains his uh, nickname, her little pincushion. So, um, <laughs> you know, so we get all that. They go on their little, you know, mission. And unfortunately, it's really bad luck to be clear. They get to the warehouse and cash was there, but for a different reason. Oh, what are the chances? What are the chances? And he walks in. Now, like transitioning over to book two, I mean, I guess <laughs> I just love Cash because he is hilarious, like legit. He's like a kid in a candy store. Just like walks in with the slow clap, like, yes, good job. Fantastic. Just like so excited, so excited to admit it because he obviously got, he realized there was a girl who was a part of the judge. He realized that couldn't be the whole of the judge, but he caught an image of her on um, a camera at the bar. Mm. So he already knew that there was a girl and that's just, you know, ratcheted his obsession up more. Walks in, does the slow clap. Fletcher knocks him out, you know, and, you know, he did a good job. Vienna said he did a great job. He vomited a few times over the dead body and stuff, but she was very proud of him. She's very proud of his efforts. I was also proud of him. <laughs> I, I just proud love how she's like. Right then and there. <laughs> I know, I know. And then how like it's so methodical. Now you need to vomit into here. Now you use this to wash your mouth out into a different bag. We've got to keep all of the fluids so we can get rid yep. of them and there's no trace back to us. And obviously they take, you know, cash back to the house and lock him in the cells underneath. And he's quite excited to be there other than being bored. <laughs> He's a little bored, but uh, like he could do with some reading material. He does ask for some. Um, but, I mean, Rick is giving Aww. him some gourmet meals. Isn't he so lovely? That's lovely. And he was like, this is cruel and unusual punishment, the way they're treating him. I know. And then, like, Rick's taking him down some hot water to bathe in with some new clothes. He's also got cleaning products and everything to wash himself with. So, he's, you know. 
Yeah, he's quite the host, isn't he? Like he's, he's quite the host, Rick. Yeah. He's yeah. like, it's fine. I'll I'll look after him. Um and so he also doesn't want it to smell. Exactly. exactly. Because he had found it before and it smelled pretty horrendous. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you know, um on the way back, sorry, we forgot on the way back, um, Fletcher does ask if he can watch um Vienna and Rick together because he does say in his mind you know I can just tell they're going to be like wildcats together and she's like yeah sure look if you can convince Rick so then he's got to go into his like hyper mode of like um you know becoming with Rick which I do love he tries to do by cleaning he's like I'm gonna make friends with this dude I can clean and he will love me for that um so you know he goes into that Okay, but like when he wipes things down, but like discreetly looks to make sure Rich is, Rick is watching. <laughs> and I was like, did he see that? Yeah. Did yeah. you see what I'm doing? I have a, I have a rag in my hand. Right? Yes, I do. I cleaned, I up, cleaned up all the little, I, I cleaned up all the places that I missed the toilet. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I did that. Yes. I did do that. I know. I love that's, that. That's actually, yeah. I hate that job. Yeah, yeah, no, that's gross. <laughs> Who doesn't hate that job? <laughs> I didn't make the mess. Y'all clean it up. I know, gross, gross. So we've had like a little bit of a an insight into Fletcher's past previously in terms of the fact that there's mention made of like a mess cleaned up around him and whatnot. Mm. Um, and he goes into a bit of a dark space after he talks to Cash and Cash alludes to the fact that he knows about it. Only he didn't actually know about it. He was just talking about him burning his apartment down. So he's in this dark space and he's also looking up Sandra Jane, who, you know, Uncle David, let's just say he's a bit creepy, isn't he? <laughs> Everybody Uncle keeps David. telling us that. They're like, he should, like, one of our beta readers actually put he's it there. He's shady as fuck. Because he's shady as fuck. He is. <laughs> Something's going on with that dude. Like, he's obsessed with this journalist as well. Like, really obsessed. And he's like, you got to get rid of her. She's out there doing this investigation on the judge. And she's somehow gotten a hold of Cash's father's journals, <laughs> which he shouldn't have. Just <laughs> I'm just glad it's not my dog's for a change. Oh, oh my god! What one is he doing? I don't even know. Have you got a package? No, hang on a second. <laughs> he got stuck Let's under see. the. He got stuck under the recliner before. The kids oh. got trapped under there. There he is. Aww. Aww. puppy. He just needs some love. Oh, he Aww, just needs hello. <laughs> my puppy he's also loves love, but he's like ginormous. <laughs> Like his head is like, it's like I'm standing next to a horse. Well, you named him Teton. <laughs> yes. Okay. But to be fair, when we named him that, it took my kids like days to decide on a name. And then we had just came back from the Grand Tetons and are like this, because it's a mountain range. He's going to be ginormous. It works. So I went to work and I told my coworker and she's like, did you get a boy or girl? And I was like, we got a boy. And she's like, do you know what Teton stands for? And I was like, No. And she's like, it's French for boob. She's like, you named your boy dog boob. And my husband calls him Teats for short. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. But the oh. name was already stuck by that point. So it's it's a thing. You can't change it. He's boob. No, my, the, we, we, my ginormous dog is named Stitch because my kid thought that was a great name for a dog. And I went, you want to name a dog after Experiment 626? It'll be great. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, look, you just don't. <laughs> you just don't know. You've got to just go with the names. Okay, so sorry about that. Let's. No, no, you're good. Okay, so Cash is just down there waiting for a glimpse of Vienna whenever he can get it. Um, and did you like that that first night she just sat in that chair and didn't say, oh, fuck. I love that. To him I love that. And dark. she just sat there in the dark as well. He couldn't even see her. And he just sat there and he's like, I've got training for this. I'm not going to say anything. She's going to talk to me. She's like, I'm not going <laughs> to talk to you. You're going to talk to me. And then they just sat there and <laughs> stared at each other. <laughs> she just gets up and walks out. She's like, yeah, bye. <laughs> I'm in control. I'm the boss bitch. Um, so, yes. I did love that, um, like, a lot. But I was really so sad when Fletcher watched that video and then he had the flashback of the school shooting, like, how horrible that was. And also um, I did realise that my name was in there and I was probably, it was probably on purpose. Um, Amanda was in the school shooting and she was described as being very lovely. Um, and I was like, it's not me. you. It you're was. Not, you're not um, lovely. You're a lovely. And you get murdered in a horrible way. Um, but I did say to Beck, oh, my God, I've made a cameo. She's like, you didn't. I'm like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm like, yeah, but, I mean, you didn't last long. So. That's okay. <laughs> that's how, I don't that's how annoying they found you as well. <laughs> no, Fletcher found me quite lovely, okay? He found me quite lovely. Uh, I was one of the only people in the school that he liked, just to be clear. Uh, he's probably the only one that thinks you're quite lovely. Yeah, that's okay. He was the only one that survived out of the classroom. So, uh-huh. I, mean, you know. I do have to ask this. Did you catch the, um, since we've been talking about Fletcher so much, who he's related to? Did we catch who he's related to? No. Because I know y'all have read Vandals. Yes. And his last name is? Reed. Oh my god. No way. Is that actually a crossover? Uh-huh. He's Adam's <laughs> cousin. Wow. No, didn't I did not catch that. Did, is there a reference to Adam in this in first chorus? There is a reference to his cousin and there's a reference to him in um in Killsong when he's talking to his uncle that it's already too late. Yeah. He already gave his power of attorney to his cousin. Yeah. There uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And okay. Then he and he I talks about the, his almost step his almost step cousin. Well, she might as well be. That's Lainey. Yes. Yes. And the yep. fact that he's the one who provided all the IDs for Emerson. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, nah, I didn't put it all together. I love that though. I love that. That's amazing. Especially because you're too hungry all the other and people, focused but... on the cheese and the burgers and the chips. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that you think that. you got a cameo. <laughs> yeah, I did. What do you mean? I think and I did. The pin cushion. And I pin clearly cushion. did. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So clearly we've got a couple of big scenes. The gym scene where, you know, Fletcher watches Rick and Vienna together. But then, to be fair, she does follow him inside and he does end up, you know, also getting some. So that's good. (laughs) Um, I like the fact that she wouldn't let him touch himself during that whole scene. I know, he's like, no. But then she did make up for it afterwards. That was kind of Mm-hmm. Okay, uh-huh. so he's Just, like, if I can't touch, I'm gonna narrate. <laughs> he's like, yep. you know, he, did well. <laughs> he did that very well. He did that very well. Rick's just like, what the fuck ever, dude? No, Rick was like, 
surprisingly into it. He was like, you know, he's not as annoying when he's talking while I'm having sex. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and then, um, you know, the fact that they started sleeping in the same bed together is just Aww, so cute. That's so adorable. So cute. So cute. Um, but they put Fletcher on the far side of the bed so yeah. that Rick and Vienna are between him and the door. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got to look after a little pin cushion. Um, and then the other thing that I really liked was when she went on her final final voyage if you may for the book um that they were really stressed obviously because she wasn't checking in as she was meant to so they both slept in the bed together to see if they could get some sleep and I was like but Fletcher is not the little spoon no (laughs) he needs to make this clear um and assert his dominance because it's the only way that he can in relation to spooning so he's done it which is great so obviously we're left on a huge cliffhanger where Vienna has been taken um, and now we get the bros together. Cash is coming into it. He's finally been released from the cell and they're going to go on a <laughs> on a vigilante mission of their own to, to rescue Vienna. How adorable. I freaking love it. Although yeah. I mean, and they're so unhinged. To wait till July. They're unhinged. They're so unhinged together. Obsessive. I know obsessive and unhinged and I just love everything about it I already know it's going to be epic and when they have um, to do a road trip just imagine how their road trip's going to go it's going to be I reckon Rick would like have the best snacks too like so would, good mm. the best <laughs> snacks and also he probably like will end up knocking Fletcher out again during the road trip so that's another mm. that's another option mm. we don't know how he's going to take to cash yet not quite sure because he hasn't really heard him talk enough so I would like to see the dynamic there see what that dynamic is he has to come out of shock first though he's having issues because vienna is gone Mm. yeah well i mean i feel like they're all going to have a few issues because she's gone because they're all like a a little bit too attached to her so that's going to take a while and that this comes back to the unhinged part so you know who knows (laughs) what's going to happen Yep, we, we do love like to have men. No, Heather knows. Heather knows. Apparently, she knows. Uh, yeah, we have to say we know. We know <laughs> yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm excited <laughs> to find out what's going on in those crazy minds of yours. But when you love to have men attached to you who do your cooking yes. and cleaning, yeah. and like, uh, yes, like, yeah. 100%. And could, le- and could legit completely erase the life of someone you can't stand. Oh my and god! Them, like, take their electronic signature and just make it vanish. Yeah. That's the best. I love that. And that's why I yeah. want to be a hacker because yeah. I feel like I'd love to do that myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd also just like to collect men, but I don't know if that's actually frowned upon in real life. <laughs> well, I mean, if you keep them in the cell, probably not a hot plan. Okay. Yeah, no. But, but I mean, at the I same mean, time. If they're agreeable to it. Oh, sorry, I think. Yeah, I, okay. I mean, consent is king. And he wasn't <laughs> complaining about being no, there. He actually was And at no point... Did he ever say, let me go? That's no. the thing. He never asked to be let go. So you just yeah. need to put yourself in questionable situations, which is how Vienna mm-hmm. collects all these men. Correct. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I mean, and to be fair, for for all three of them, she really was just going there to do her own work. She did mm-hmm. not go looking for these men. No. No. And she just collected them on, on her way, like key rings. <laughs> you and your travel or the little teaspoons that you like little teaspoons you get on your travels she collected well, pe- well i think they're more like hammered pennies myself <laughs> yes my little boy loves those yes, little hammered yeah. pennies. that does make sense yeah. yes yeah. absolutely 
yes. Been, we would ask how you came up with the series, but I don't think we need to because obviously your minds are brilliant and they they act just like ours. So, you know, that's the thing. But what I do want to know, because you have said that you don't kind of split chapters or characters up, you write them all together. How many times have you written something in as a joke so that the other person is completely shocked when they open it up to start looking at it themselves. I'm looking at you, Blake. How many times have you tried to do that to me? Come on, how many <laughs> times? Thing, when we tag, our goal is to drop the other person in as crazy of a spot as possible and then sit back and laugh while they get out of it. Although I love I that. She, something one time she usually is, drops me in, yeah. She usually dropped yeah. me in sex scenes. So I've gotten <laughs> no, into the habit of like, literally. <laughs> Now I've been doing that to you now. So, but you started it. <laughs> She's like, cool, we're getting ready for anal drop. <laughs> have fun. And I'm like, oh my gosh, let me get my sexy face on. Like I have to think sexy words. Where's the lube? I don't know. <laughs> hey, which Fletcher, like he had some. That's well for she Literally, she sent me a message. You think Fletcher would have packed lube when he went? Hell yeah, he would have yeah. packed lube. I love that. And, and that's the was- question like, why did he have lube? He only was coming here for a couple of weeks until he had a new house to go to. <laughs> positive power, positive thinking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, man, he was trying to manifest this. Of course, this is also the dude who left a note underneath his bed that said, really, you think this is where I would leave? I know. Something? Nice try. <laughs> I love that. I would love to be that person. It's the best. <laughs> so obviously you guys do it quite a lot. Um, how often do these jokes that you play on each other end up actually playing out and being a part of the book? I think Always. almost all of them. <laughs> I, no, I literally think almost all of them have made it in. I don't think we've, I think we've only ever cut like one or two and it was literally a case of it's not working in the POV we were in. Mm-hmm. There, I can only think of one time that I wrote and I can't even rem- remember what it was, but we were going somewhere and I did something just for goofiness. Like I knew you were going to do it. God, it was Kong. It was Kong. You wanted the fucking porn party so bad. It came up 18 times in that book. And I kept going, nope, zip this way. <laughs> Sorry. That's when I wanted you to party. do that party. No, there was something that I wrote and I can, for the life of me, I can't remember. And then you were like, like, <laughs> I don't know. It must have been absolutely crazy then. Blake, we can't put that in, okay? All right. We're only going to put in the lube and the anal and all of that stuff, but that is crossing the line, Blake. I mean, Kong and his porn party is one I managed to avoid. (laughs) The one that's coming up is probably not one I'm going to get to avoid, but it's okay because... we've talked about it and she's like this would be so funny and I'm like that would be so gross she goes this would be so funny and I went that would be so gross but you know what <laughs> fuck it do it I don't care I'll be over oh, here you so mean the scene disgusting. that I want to do in the next book that I've been talking yes. about yes oh, non-stop yes. she's just yes. permission for it Blake perfect well no we already have it in the it's in the notes we literally <laughs> sat here last Friday in this room um and we mapped out all of high note from beginning to end and then all of the points that are left over for the last one that we're not telling you the title for yet, because I don't give away titles until I finish the book. <laughs> but I do say that, I was, so I won't slip up. <laughs> I am, I'm an old hat at this. I'm very good at torturing people and not giving them any information. I've been torturing my ARC readers all day today with the, it's almost time to tell you the title of the very last Frankie book. <laughs> 
yeah no I do I do see that I could see that you would love the torture I mean you know we you you have written a psychological thriller about somebody that goes around and tortures people so clearly it's well and but but with with legit reasons I mean honestly I mean we opened the whole uh, people who actually I love the people who go in the series blind and read it and they're like because this is not remotely what they thought they were getting but I'm like if you the very first scene with her you know, doing her coloring and watching her TV and turning that. it off and doing, and then she trots downstairs to tell daddy night. Yes, that was, I was yes. actually going to say that was, um, cause I did go, I go into blind with everything, but like, cause I, that's just what I like to do. But when I read that first scene and when she goes down there and she's like, uh, you, you're kind of half expecting her to walk into the, you know, the afterwards, like it's all cleaned up. You kind of get that, you know, her dad's doing something dodgy down there. But then when she makes eye contact with the monster and I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this. <laughs> this is great. And then she's like skipping away. She's like, bye. She tucks her little hand and curls up with her stuffy and goes right to sleep. Yeah, she's like, daddy's not the monster. And then I was thinking also, that is very clever because now her kids will never have, like, his kid will never have issues with going to sleep worried about monsters because he's killing them in the basement. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, and his kid was very good. Someone actually asked one of the Beta Ridge, way back when we first started it, um, went watching her as she cleaned up after herself before she went down there. And mm. they're like, he's teaching her not to leave her prints or yeah. DNA anywhere. And I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Daddy like, has been geez. teaching her this since she was teeny tiny. And I'm like, I wish I had taught my kid that. I know. <laughs> I actually that I think out of everything like that I love when you read when you start a book and you have that first chapter that just grabs you like that like I loved it and I love that she's seen the monster and I love that she was fucked up because like she's like oh daddy's killing the monster and he's like okay sweetheart have a lovely sleep. Good night. <laughs> See you in Hug the morning. Kiss. I know. Meanwhile, these purse is just sitting there terrified. And she's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> But now so she's fine. that person for Fletcher. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But even as a child, she's like smiling at them like, hi. <laughs> Okay, monster. <laughs> this is how not afraid of you I am because my daddy yes. will take care of it. Yes. And I the guy's like, that. Jesus, what situation have I got myself into here? My God. I mean, mm. how creepy would that be if you think this guy's going to kill me? And then there's this sweet little kid. Oh, that, it would, that would make it so much worse. And in so my head, much worse. He had like pigtails and ribbons, and she was like delightful. Yeah. <laughs> hundred percent, hundred percent. We love. Uh, I think we. Was, I think it was Blake who threw the one in there that about the guy at the truck stop who looked at, or was it the rest stop or the truck stop who looked at her legs too long? Yeah. And Daddy had an issue with that. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that was done. So. Yeah. yeah. So she went off. She to was only. Care of some stuff. Yeah, she wasn't. 13. She wasn't old enough there. Yeah, she was only like twelve or thirteen. So like, yeah. you know, it is creepy. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be looking at my kid. No, Ever. exactly. Don't look at anybody's kid. In fact, you know what? Let's just take care of this. You won't look at anyone's kid again. No, done. You're dead. You're yeah. dead. Okay. Okay. Couple of some fun questions. All right. If you were a chair, what celebrity would you want to sit in you? And also, what type of chair? I don't watch TV. But it can um, be even a character. Like character in a book. Um, Sebastian Stan and I want to be a chase lounge. I want him all the way across. All over, <laughs> yes. He is 
so sexy. <laughs> he really is. I pretty much, I will watch pretty much anything he's in, including this horror movie he was in on Hulu because it's him and yeah. he plays a cannibal. <laughs> it was horrific. And yeah. I enjoyed the ever-loving fuck out of it because he yep. was a very charming cannibal. <laughs> yep. I love that. Okay. So characters, because I don't really watch TV. I have three that oh. like are like my all-time favorite. I like Arian from All the Pretty Monsters. I like Jericho oh Barron. Oh my god, yes. Oh, I um, love Arian from All the Pretty Monsters. What was Jericho Barron's from? It was the Karen Moaning. Mo- Mo- what was the Karen Marie Moaning Fever series? Yeah. The Fever series. So Jericho Barron's and Resand from A Court of Thorn and Roses. Those are my three top favorite. Funny that they're all like fantasy and then I write mostly contemporary. <laughs> what the hell? Where are my characters in this? Why aren't they on the list? These are my all time <laughs> favorites. Like these go like back. Uh, yeah, like, that's not. You, you don't have any of them. digging that hole. Like I would Years. just. Let's move on to next. These question. are my favorites. Okay. I understand. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I Jared will be in my corner. Jericho Barron's has been like the book boyfriend for like before my son was born like he can't get knocked well, off of, he's got to stay on yeah there. i kind of feel that because i'm that that way about caleb Crychek. so but i do love your characters too but i i know <laughs> uh-huh. you. so your characters are like more familiar to me it's like like the celebrity and the next door like the hot next door neighbor you know <laughs> <laughs> like i feel more intimately familiar with your characters so they're like the hot next door neighbor not the celebrity that i will never meet <laughs> Okay. Uh, I would be happy to live next door to Rome and Liam. Yeah. Freddie. Mm. If you were a fruit, what type of fruit <laughs> you would be? Would you be? Hell <laughs> kind of question. Um, <laughs> um I wish I had something witty. I don't have anything like I have to think about my witty things on pages. Like it takes me like days and days to come up with something witty. <laughs> I need to pre-plan the wittiness. No. I mean, fruit cocktail was my favorite when I was a kid, so I'll be a fruit cocktail so I don't have to choose. That's (laughs) great. I love it. Variety. Exactly. Banana, because it's more fun. (laughs) Oh, yep. Yep. They go bad fast, which is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to really store them right. You do. You do. It's important. Okay. Now, this can be three celebrities or three characters, but who would you invite to a sleepover and what would they bring? Well, I already did my three. Okay, so same <laughs> three as above. And what are they going to bring? Lube. Heather, you go first. Let me think about it. You <laughs> need to bring lube. I'm just going to throw that out there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, if I guess I stick with the Sebastian Stan thing, I'll do Sebastian Stan, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth. And that's who can they're going to bring with them because stop. just saying. That is my, <laughs> ult- that is my <laughs> ultimate, like, oh. Yeah, there's your four. I mean, and like I said, I, if I can only pick three, one of them has to bring Chris Hemsworth Yeah, well, with that's them. right. They've got to bring him. Go. Yeah. yeah, they've got to bring him. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Sounds amazing. We won't be oh. getting very much sleep, though. Not if I have my way. No. It wouldn't be a sleepover. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> oh, my and God. Okay that is such a good sleepover. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. And you could just see, like, 
Robert Downey Jr. would just be so like dumb too. Mm. Oh yeah, he'd be the one sitting in the chair giving the directions. Mm. So much there was so. a great oh god, there was a great story when they were filming the Avengers way back in like 2010 or 2011, and Scarlett Johansson actually tells this story because she had to work out every single day, and where the guys will fall out of shape between movies and have to get back into shape, she stays in shape to be in that costume constantly because yeah. of, it takes women longer. I mean. Yeah, the woman was back in that damn thing after she had a baby. Good lord! But anyways, every day she has to work out. And when Chris Hemsworth was there, he would be down there working out with her, and so would Chris Evans. And she and Evans are old friends, right? Yeah. So the three of them are down there working out, and Robert Downey Jr. in a show of solidarity would come in with his coffee and donuts and hang out while they did it. Yeah, you can just see you'd be the perfect dom. I am Avengers obsessed, Heather. I literally have watched those movies like. The, in the order they came out, but also in the order that they uh, they are meant to be in. This one, she watches Avengers as a background show, like just so, like in the background. I'm like, what? If I I'm- could do that now, but I haven't actually watched them since Endgame came out. They pissed me off so bad with Endgame, I haven't been able to go oh, back and watch I a Marvel know. movie since. I know. <laughs> I literally was so fucking mad at them after that. I sat, sat there in the theater on opening day. All these people are cheering and crying, carrying on. I'm staring at the screen like, fuck you and the horses you rode in on. And your riders oh suck. I literally sat there in the theater with your riders suck. Yeah. Yeah. The only one I wasn't and- a fan of was Captain Marvel. I really wasn't a fan of that one. I don't know. I didn't mind it. It was funny and it was entertaining, but I just, my biggest problem with it, honestly, was the character stuff all the work yeah. that they've done it likes gone. chris evans as well and so <laughs> i'm just all there for him yeah oh god he's pretty he's you know he's america's he'd ass be in, he'd be at your sleepover just like you know just whispering like sweet nothings and stuff like, you can, or he could talk like ransom from knives out i'm easy oh, i really god. don't need him to say sweet nothing i mean he could be the, just you know fuck you fuck you eat shit eat mm. shit i'm okay with this <laughs> Sounds like a great sleepover to me. Oh, I'm there. For, I'm coming to the sleepover too. Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> you won't even know I'm to get me to talk. Blake's <laughs> trying to get to talk me into trying to get Charlie, who's on the cover for Dirty Devil, to come to Babe when I'm there and sit at my table. Yes. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a Just great idea. Warning. Charlie's 18, so don't lust too hard after him. Just lust after Fred. He friend. won't be 18 <laughs> then. Okay, no, yes. That's, that's taking it down a bit of a notch. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to say, you can lust after the character. Don't lust after the poor model boy. because no. <laughs> no. It does change the dynamic slightly, yes. Why um, did you have to say bit. that, Heather? That's <laughs> ruined, ruined it for me now. Because I'm an adult and I have to remember that I'm I'm only so much of a you know sleaze. Although, because seriously, I'm I'm not I'm I don't I don't pick on people for their kinks. I really don't. But having sat through New Moon with a woman who was easily 25 years older than me behind me going woohoo to Jacob every time he took off his shirt has left me so skeeved out by the entire concept that I'm like there's cougar and then there's old broken down mountain lion okay <laughs> no yeah that's a bit <laughs> yeah that's a bit creepy no so <laughs> I haven't I have an age gap cutoff point <laughs> yeah fair enough where I can admire it it's just fine but it stays on that side of the line. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, we're going to include all the links in the episode as always. Um, If you haven't already read books one and two, jump over and read them in preparation for book three coming out in July. We can't wait to see what your beautiful and crazy minds have come up with on this holiday. Um, And thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you, ladies. It was tons of fun. I laughed. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. I can't wait to show the cover for book three. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I always love a good cover reveal. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll give you the hint. It's Fletcher on the cover, just so you know. Oh, okay. No, excited. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was awesome. I love Fletcher. I love my little pink cushion. <laughs> yes. Okay, guys. Well, well come on. Let's. I mean, what what do we have to do to get this cover reveal? Like, when's it coming out? Do we have to get a certain amount of reviews? Uh, I mean, it would be nice, but I'm, I'm probably will put it out sometime towards the end of April. Okay. Before I start the countdown for Brutal Fighter. Good idea. Now, look, guys, I think you should still go and give a lot of reviews to these books because they deserve the hype. Um, and maybe if we give them enough, we might convince um, Heather and Blake to like release the cover early. Anyway, that's just a suggestion. Um, either way, I think you should go and do it. Um, and we will be <laughs> eagerly be waiting. Up over there. <laughs> we'll be she's eagerly sorry. waiting she's, for She's it. next level. She's next level. That's why you love hey, me. If you, if, look, you know what? If they got the 500 reviews on both, they would not only will we give them the cover, we'll give them more bonus scenes because I do bonus scenes in the group anyway. This one I'm mean, talking about, it? guys, head over and do it. Head over and do it. You <laughs> don't need to write a whole essay about it. You just need to say how bloody awesome it is, okay? Head over, Amazon, Goodreads, put all the put all of them in. We'll both put the books. links in. Done. We'll put the links. We'll put the links in the episode. Done. And we'll get the cover reveal, okay? We're relying Yay. upon you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, put all the pressure on them down, when we sat down and plotted we also had a column of things that we would do for both yep. awesome yeah i'm here for it we do we've actually are, we've we already didn't. put our reviews in to be clear so guys this is all on your shoulders now if you haven't done it i forgot we did that we do have an entire list of bonus scenes love it really good ones too scenes. i know see guys yeah i know they're gonna follow through on this they're definitely gonna do it I'm just going to keep pushing every now and then, like, have you done a review yet? <laughs> yes. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much for chatting. We will talk to you both again soon, hopefully. Woohoo. Thanks, it was great ladies. to be here. Great to meet you guys. <laughs>